Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is May 28th, 2014. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I are going to be talking about PE ratio. So one of the ways that you that we can describe what the PE ratio, which stands for price earnings, and it's just a formula, it's price divided by the earnings. One way you could describe the PE ratio is that's the multiple that the stock sells at. Yeah. Um, and you can also look at the market's PE versus a specific stock's PE to try and determine whether it's cheap or expensive at that point in time. So an example would be, hey, the market's trading at 14 times earnings, but this stock is only at seven times earnings. Right, yeah. Okay. So it's also important to know that when you go through a stock split, <clears throat> that that doesn't change the PE because even though the, the price is changing, the earnings are also changing as well. They're going through some division when there's a stock split too. Mm -hmm. And another thing to consider is that different industries have different PE values uh, that would be um, considered standard for their specific uh, and, type of stock. And I think we have a couple of examples that we're going to share in a moment. Yeah, we're going to get to those later. Okay, so uh, we thought that to give you uh, more of a numerical example, uh, suppose that we've got a stock that's trading at $75 a share. Mm -hmm. And this year they're going to earn $7.50 a share. Right. So we're just going to divide 75 over $7.50 and we get 10. Yep. So that stock is trading at 10 times earnings. Right. That's a PE of 10. Yes. <clears throat> so historically, um, there are, as Brendan mentioned, yardsticks for different industries or different sectors of the market. And we've seen some high growth areas like, say, a biotech or internet or, you know, some of these technology stocks trade at really high multiples. These high growth companies trade at some eye-popping kind of numbers. Yeah, you're looking at about 20 times earnings uh, in some in some cases there. Yeah, and you're going to see some some of these uh, internet stocks are, are trading at 70, 80, 100 times earnings. And that's for one of two reasons. It could be because they have a fantastic internal rate of return. Their business is just growing at 30, 40, 50% a year. Mm -hmm. The other reason uh, why they may have a high uh, PE is because they have more promise than actual results. They have very little in the way of earnings and people are buying a stock just because they believe that down the road it's really going to work. So high growth companies have some real eye-popping PE ratios at times. But then there's other industries in the market too, right? Yeah, like automakers would be a good example of uh, the other end of the spectrum there. Yeah, a lot of times you'll see these car and truck manufacturers, they'll be trading at two times earnings or three or four times earnings, some really, really low multiples. Mm -hmm. So now... Doesn't necessarily make them bad investments. They're just a different type of investment. Absolutely. and. Brendan, we've also seen that there's some historical yardsticks for the stock market too. Yeah, the overall market is considered to be cheap if it's trading under 12 times earnings. And it's considered to be uh, expensive if it's trading at 15 times earnings or more. There have been some times over the last uh, 20 plus years where we've seen the market trading at 20, 25, 
30 times earnings. Mm -hmm. uh, there was one point uh, about 10 years ago where you saw some folks argue that if you look at the forward earnings, the next 12 months, the stock market's actually trading at 40 times earnings. That seems a little extreme. Yeah. But there also seems to be some confusion when you get into some really big companies, they tend to get into lots of other businesses too. Yeah, it's, it's tough to identify what industry a company's in all the time. And we have a few examples of that that I think everybody will recognize. Um, Amazon would be a, a pretty good one. Sure. Right? You know, it's really hard to explain. Are they an internet company or are they a retailer? I mean, they, their business is primarily, it's all on the internet. But they sell books. Yep. You know, I mean, it's kind of a low growth business. Yeah. So you're looking at two, if you're looking at those sectors right there, internet and retail, you're looking at two wow. sectors that are going to have pretty much opposite PE ratios if right. you're going by historical norms. Sure. There. These internet stocks trade at really high PEs, but retailers don't. I mean, JCPenney trades at a very low multiple. Right. So it's really hard to gauge what kind of PE is considered normal for Amazon. Same thing with a uh, you know, pretty well-known company, 3M. Yep, they can make things like post-it notes and tape, uh, but then a lot of people don't know that they also make some pretty heavy chemicals. Yeah, so they are, uh, you know, a big portion of their business does come from specialty chemicals. Mm -hmm. So are they a household good com uh, goods company? Or are they a chemical stock? Again, tough to identify. Very tough to identify. And, you know, it's 50-50 where their business mix comes from. Mm -hmm. uh, another one that we were discussing before we uh, turned on the microphone was Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people think of Johnson & Johnson as this monolithic baby powder company. You know, yeah. they got Band-Aids and right. things like that. But, you know, Johnson & Johnson is also pretty deeply involved in biotechnology and a lot of research. So where do they fall? That's a great question. Biotech I, I, has it, a very high PE ratio. Sky high. I mean, it's really hard to tell. So the reason behind our podcast today with um, PE ratios was to just kind of give you a basic rundown of how we arrive at PEs, how we get that price earnings ratio, the math behind it, and also some of the reasoning behind it. Now, when we do talk about these different securities, we want you to know that none of the securities that are mentioned in this or, or any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the names that we mention here. More importantly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their investment advisor before making a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of cost or obligation. Just pick up the phone. You can find us in New Jersey at 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay, that's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new topic. And thanks for listening.